me life in a brand new way. I'm so thankful, I want to say, thank you, Lord, for a brand new day. Yeah, yeah. Such a beautiful day. Good morning, Overberg. This is Mario wishing you a fantastic day in the knowledge of a gracious God who loved you so much that he doesn't hesitate to give his life for each one of us without us even asking for it. Yes, as the Bible states in Romans chapter 5 and verse 8, God demonstrated his love for us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Wow! He didn't wait for us to change. He didn't require repentance. He didn't demand undertakings, commitments, or promises. No, he gave his life for us while we were still sinners. Yes, that's our God. Abba, Father, Friend, Lord, King, and Savior. Thank you for tuning in to I Didn't Know That, a program where I will attempt to present to you a God that possibly you might not have heard of before. A God of infinite love, eternal salvation, complete pardon, and undefeatable grace. A God void of traditional views, limiting legalism, and warping religion. The God of grace. The God of good news. May that God bless you as you listen. Grace to you. Um, some time back, uh, someone contacted me from uh, Facebook. <laughs> well, I get people contacting me every day. But uh, um, this particular person asked me a question, and they said, um, I've joined a small community of Christians, and uh, uh, they will not serve me communion because I smoke. And uh, she asked me, she said, tell us what you think about this. <laughs> I'll tell you what I think about this. I think it's a, it's a, it's a total nonsense because uh, when Jesus, number one, when Jesus uh, um, shared the Passover meal with his disciples, he didn't stop at Judas and said, uh, no, you don't eat of the bread because you're a traitor. Uh, not because you smoke, but because you are actually a traitor. Uh, in fact, the scriptures call you the son of perdition, so therefore you cannot share in communion. No, Jesus gave in communion because that is how God works, our God deals with us and with sin. I'm not saying that smoking, it's a, it's a clever thing. In fact, with all due respect, and I love you, but uh, if you smoke, smoking is not going to keep you out of heaven. In fact, smoking is going to send you to heaven way, way, way sooner than me because I don't smoke. So, uh, if you want to go to heaven sooner, um, then you should carry on smoking <laughs> because sin has got consequences. However, it's got nothing to do with sin because when John the Baptist saw Jesus walking down along the bank of the Jordan, he said, Behold, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. Hence, therefore, because of that reason, I can just tell you that your sin has been nailed to the cross once and for all, forgotten by God, by a God who loves you, by a God who has forgiven you, and who has no intention of holding that sin against you ever again. To prove that, let me show you in the, um, the writer of the book of Hebrews, of the letter to the Hebrews, he says this, says uh, in, um, in Hebrews chapter 10, uh, let's read from verse 1. The law, having a shadow of the good things to come and not the very image of the things, can never, he's talking about the sacrifices 
of the Old Testament, when uh, when uh, sin was merely covered, what you had is you had uh, you had sin, and uh, the blood of bulls and goats would cover it, cover it. But if you looked underneath, behold, the sin was still there. No. With Jesus in the New Covenant, sin is gone. It's not there anymore. Sin is gone. It hasn't been covered. It's been cancelled. It's been taken away. Now watch. It says, um, Can never with the same sacrifice, suffices, which they offer continually, year by year, make those who approach perfect. For then, would they not have ceased to be offered? For the worshippers, once purified, would have had no more consciousness of sins. But in those sacrifices, there is a reminder of sins every year. In other words, every time you do a sacrifice for your sin, that thing, religion, reminds you that you are a sinner. And now watch what the Word of God says about that. It's still a couple of verses later. I would like to read the whole thing, but... uh, uh, um, a couple of verses later, it says, uh, verse 12. I'd like to read everything. But anyway, verse 12. This man, is talking about Jesus Christ. After he had offered one sacrifice for sins, forever, sat down at the right hand of God. What does forever mean in the original language? Forever. Forever means forever. It doesn't mean it starts now and it ends there. No, that is temporary. Life eternal. Forgiveness eternal. Forever. He has offered one sacrifice. One sacrifice for sins. In other words, if you sin again, there is no more sacrifice left. Either that sin is under the blood of Christ on the cross, or you're done, my boy. Because there is no other sacrifice coming. One sacrifice. So believe that your sin is under the blood of Christ, gone, destroyed forever by the work of Jesus on the cross. After he had offered one sacrifice for sins forever, sat down at the right hand of God, from that time waiting till his enemies are made his footstool. For by one offering, one offering, he has perfected forever. Another very difficult to understand word. Forever. He has perfected forever. Those who are being sanctified. Now watch. He said here uh, in verse 1. He said they can never through these sacrifices. Which they offer continually year by year. Make those who approach perfect. But behold the blood of Jesus has perfected forever. Those who are sanctified. But the Holy Spirit also witnessed to us. That for after he had said before. This is the covenant that I will make with them after those days, says the Lord. I will put my laws into my hearts, into my into their hearts, into their hearts. Grace is into the into your heart, not in the book. Not in the book, it's in the heart. Grace stops you from sinning from the heart, not from the book, not from religion, from the heart. In the, in the heart, and I will write them in their minds. Then he adds, their sins and their lawless deeds, I will remember no more. Here, in the religious system, there was a reminder of sins year by year by year. And if you don't get out of that religious mentality, you will always think, I am a sinner saved by grace. But the new covenant says, no, you are the righteousness of God in Christ. And your sin has been forgotten by God. He will remember no more. Let me give you a piece of advice, my friend. If God has forgotten about your sin... Why don't you do the same?